Welcome back to a nope. I was gonna say I love you three thousand minutes. Uh minute seventy-three of From Russia with Love. I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. This is the podcast that takes the smoothest, suavest, most debonair spy franchise there is and shakes it out one minute at a time. Never stirred. Because this is Bond. Minute bound. And Brad, what happened in this minute? We are about to find out the life story of one Mr. Why do I always blank on his name? Ebenezer Scrooge. Yep. Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> oh, why can I? Why? I mean, we do this every time. You think from by now, after 70 some minutes of this movie, that I'd have this guy's name down. Hey, just ask the harem to say. The harem? Karim Bay. Oh, <laughs> I tried, boom. I tried harem tried to say, lead me up to it. Tried, tried to unlock some weird part of your brain that would put it all together. Yeah, you'd think after like 70 some minutes of this movie that I'd have this nailed down pat, just like the our scarlet of the movie, and I still don't remember her name, Shamala yeah. Ding Dong. Oh, the, the woman that John Bond uh, seduced? Yeah. <laughs> seduced while being seduced and also seducing. <laughs> oh, man. If this if this podcast had like 10,000 listeners an episode, I would know that that John Bond joke would have gotten like one. <laughs> Someone who just completely missed everything that led up to it, and be like, "What the fuck did you say?" <laughs> it's little things that keep me going. <laughs> but we're still we're on the train. They figured out that Commodore Benz is on the train, which is a Benz would give me the idea that it would be German, but he's probably Belarus. Bulgaria, Bulgaria. Um, but anyway he so he watches the trains and airports and he's on the train but with how fast everything happened Bond doubts that he would be able to have called anybody to make to kind of tell him where they, what they're doing where they're going because of how fast everything happened and the explosion all that kind of stuff so they decide they're going to take care of the problem themselves so they basically knock on his door ask for a ticket when Commodore Benz grabs a fistful of cash a fistful of dollars there you go Clint Eastwood reference <laughs> Grabs a fistful of cash, opens the door to a to a gun pointed at his stomach. Basically, they gag his mouth, pull his jacket down, so that way it kind of binds his hands a little bit. I don't know how long that would really last, because I'm pretty sure you could just pop a button and be pretty much free. James Bond goes to the restaurant car, and as the minute ends, we don't hear the full line, but we see the line of, I've had an interesting life. So basically, he's going to sit down and tell this man's whole entire life story. <laughs> oh, that's what you meant. Okay. That's not what I thought it, that actually meant. Yeah. I've had a fascinating life. Leads me to believe that that would be somebody saying, you know, I'm going to tell you my life story whether you want to hear it or not, because I've had a fascinating life and I've done this, 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 and this, I've had this, this, and this happen to me. Yeah. That just sounds like the start of an, of a, somebody wanting to tell me their life story, even though I don't want to hear it. And there were a couple good zingers like Bond, <laughs> after he did his makeshift tying him up, how you described he goes, I'm not mad about his tailor, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and when they came in, like, that was clever. But I was I, I was only thinking, man, Ben's really needed to set up a secret knock with the ticket guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's got to be specifically three knocks. One, two, three, that's it. <laughs> that actually would have tickled me so much if it's just exactly the same knocks. <laughs> that would be like the Mel Brooks version and then just shenanigans keep happening because they keep knocking on the wrong doors, but it's all the same secret knock. Yeah, and then you get the Benny Hill music of everybody transferring cars and going back and forth, and um, <laughs> they like come out, they go in different doors and come out different doors, and all of a sudden they're like, they go in the left side, they come out the right side door, and and there's one, Benny, Benny yeah, and there's one compartment that has been taken over by a it would be hitman. <laughs> so like <laughs> they found out the secret knock, 
and then they took out whoever was actually in there and every single person that ends up getting there it's the wrong person so it's always like <laughs> but yeah i think we've just rode a uh, bullet train too there you go boom <laughs> Single stationary camera <laughs> angle on a tripod, two straight hours, Benny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of Benny Hill and uh, Scooby-Doo energy. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, there's not a whole lot that really, really happened in this minute. I mean, both, most of the minute was us, us and Commodore Benz. And we're just hanging, we're going to be hanging out for a little bit till we get to our station or until we get to the part where we jump off the train. Yeah. I do have to wonder. I always have to wonder. <laughs> Is Commodore Benz looking out the window relevant, important, as if like, if somehow him and uh, Buff and stuff were working together as an example, is he looking out to make sure that Buff and stuff is scaling the side of, not scaling, but shimming along the side of the train safely? Or is was this just a, what should I be doing when they knock? Uh, I don't know. Look out the window. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, he didn't really plan to be, jump on this train so it wouldn't it would make sense that he would just be you know staring out the window at the countryside because I mean, he didn't bring a book or anything or a newspaper to read so i mean <laughs> probably just buying some time until you know until he finds out what he's got to do or what he's going to be doing i guess if i had to justify it i'd guess that he's figuring out which direction well no that doesn't make sense either because wasn't that like the last stop on the train was that where they jumped off was that one of those like last stops on the train kind of thing do you know what I mean? What do you mean when they jumped off? Or when they jumped on. When they jumped on the train, was that one of those end of the line stops? Or was it a stop along a, f- like a long track? Um, I feel yeah, like I'm not um, saying it right. <laughs> uh, we don't really know hmm. whether or not this was like a middle of the road stop or if this was like uh, the end of a line stop or like um, the last stop for a while kind of thing. Um, we do know that one of the stops eventually will be the Turkey-Bulgaria line or Turkey and Greece. Or I forgot where they're what the two countries were but that's where we're going to jump off according according to the bond plan then in that case i wouldn't if i had to justify this i would say like he's trying to figure out which direction they're going so that when he can call for backup he can be like we're going north or we're going south if you had to yeah but yeah what's your or my name brad i couldn't remember if we said our names (laughs) we've done so many movies or dope ones (laughs) yeah and my name is brian and that was money Everybody a bit. See you in 74. 1974.